0: Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of the RevOps and ABM Alignment. We have Dan from HubSpot. Thanks for joining.
1: thank you. Very excited to be here so early in the morning, U.S. time. I know there were some people on LinkedIn who said they were going to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to see this, right? Not to put any pressure on you, Romania. Romeo, we got to make sure this is a good one.
0: Just say a few words to the people um, about yourself in um, a few seconds so we can get to know you better.
1: Uh, my name is Dan Tyre. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. That includes Eastern Europe. I've been married for 33 years to the beautiful Amy Tyre. Right? I have two socially responsible kids. One's in law school, one's saving the world for AI safety. Right. Uh, I've done five startups in the last 42 years. Right. Uh, my first one um, started at uh, $2 million and grew to $1.4 billion when a billion dollars was real money. Right. My second one as a CEO and founder, grew to $30 million sold, the Phoenix-based company, that's how I got to Arizona. My third uh, co- uh, startup was a training company that had uh, 12 locations across the United States. My fourth startup got bought out by Microsoft, lucky me. And um, at that um, startup, Groove Networks, my boss was um, Brian Halligan. So when uh, Microsoft brought Groove, he went to uh, MIT, met Darmesh. Uh, I worked for Microsoft for six months, which was super interesting. And then when they started Upspot, they called me. They're like, we need a good startup guy. I'm like, why do you want me? Uh, Software's not that good. I know. I know. It's amazing. Right? And uh, I'm a full-time Upspot employee for the last 16 years. I actually work in marketing now. Unbelievable. Right? Which has given me a really good uh, insight into why
0: RevOps is so important. Right? It can be pretty messy when we talk about RevOps. (laughs) And um, actually, it's pretty fun because both LinkedIn uh, and CNBC says that head of revenue operation is the fastest growing role in the U.S., which is pretty amazing. And if we look at Google Trends, the, the interest exists and is there with data and also the hotspot so if you look the correlation somehow between revenue operations and hubspot there is something there right so but but in reality there is the job description of revops and what they actually do so many times is that we are the fire extinguishers right we are go- but what we believe that we are spider man like we are connecting things that's what we like to believe right so then in one minute or less, what's RevOps? Uh,
1: The formal definition is it's a strategic integration of sales, marketing, and service to provide better end-to-end view of administration management and allowing uh, the um, enhancement of day-to-day processes within each of these departments. So traditionally, I know, isn't that awesome? I, I took yep. that from the HubSpot RevOps overview page, right? Read it almost <laughs> word for word, right? But uh, from a business perspective, it's bringing everything together, everything under one roof, right? And it's amazing because um, all companies hit the RevOps wall. We'll talk a little bit about silos. We'll talk a little bit about process. We'll talk a little bit, but every single, including HubSpot. Everybody thinks HubSpot is this uh, well-oiled machine, but multiple times in the scale of HubSpot, right? It became impossible to uh, work and uh, provide good customer value unless we had everything under a RevOps umbrella.
0: Yeah, sure. So I, I took the definition from uh, the community RevOps Co. So actually it's a discipline of aligning go-to-market strategies. And I love this because at the end of the day, we want to do go to market right so and what we have there we have processes meaning all the system to, to to be together we need to train people right we have different tools and then we need to we need the advisory part so this goes really head to head with the what what the hubspot was actually uh, showing us with the flywheel right like we need to attract engage delight and that's how we we get growth so i see them head to head in a way right like at the end of the day we want growth and we want also to put the customer in the center of attention to have that user experience so this is what it's there but why do we actually need it that's the big Big question, right? Like, why do you think we, we, and why now, you know, 2023, you know, back in 2020, back in uh, when the whole inbound was there, why there was no so much focus on this whole RevOps thing? Why do we need it then? It's
1: always been there. Not everybody's focused on it. The reason we chose to focus at HubSpot on RevOps is because we hit what we call a bottleneck in the United States. It's like a wall. It's like a mountain. It got really, really hard. It's an interesting phenomenon, right? Because it happens mainly to companies that are scaling and scaling really quickly. So for those of the entrepreneurs in the audience that have scaled companies, right? Uh, it sounds a little weird, but sometimes um, a lot of growth is as bad as no growth, right? Sometimes growing very, very quickly uh, doesn't uh, provide that um, intentional scalable growth that allows you to manage that customer relationship, right? And so uh, my opening statement is sooner or later in all the successful companies that I've seen, right? You you see this phenomenon where uh, people have uh, had a problem, they've gone out and they've got technology to solve that problem because they're good entrepreneurs. They're like, oh my goodness, we need to uh, manage our customer success. We need to manage our sales program. We need to manage our market. And they don't necessarily think that at some point in time they're gonna to have to pull all of that together. Right. So uh now with uh, uh I guess it was the normalization of RevOps. Well, that's early. It's early, and and it, guess what? It's gonna take 30 years for RevOps to become the same type of discipline that um that it it's gonna become, right? It it's um the, the reason it's always been there, I will agree with that statement, but companies are growing more quickly these days and um, sustainable growth, controllable growth becomes more important, right? Because so now we have to make sure that um, we're thinking a couple of years ahead, right? And we're understanding that uh, all great companies, right, hit this kind of um, uh, inflection point where they need a little bit more um, uh, knowledge and thoughtfulness about their technology, their processes, and their people.
0: Yeah and and I think this this was really uh, put really well by winning by the design when they did the whole bow tie right like we we had this whole uh, uh, silo departments like marketing sales customer success and now just putting it together basically gives us a better customer experience and what what I really think is um that by doing this we are improving customer uh, experience and hence we are doing recurring impact right so we need to shift from that silos and that uh, that linear model into a more recurring model whatever you are a SaaS or um service business because at the end what you want to do as a business is to achieve impact and and do that recurring impact right so so but but at the end market is down right like I, I, I just did a screenshot here from uh, Jayco from Winning by Design that now in Jan and February, there is a huge drop down in, in the win rate, like, like really down from 26% to 17% uh, uh, drop in average win rate, right? So that means at the end of the day that companies are forcing to focus more on driving efficiency.
1: I think that's right that's an internal perspective uh most companies want to be more efficient because it's better for employees and better for customers so we just described two important uh motions that of why RevOps is so important number one customer expectations are much different right if you don't know what i did in the selling process when i'm uh, now in customer success right if you don't know that i told matt that i have to get this integration I need to understand and get it up and running. And it's critical to my success. And you cycle in when uh, you're trying to manage my account and you don't have that access to that important information, right? I'm going to not be a happy customer. I'm like, wait a second. I told Matt all that information when I was uh, starting off with your technology in uh, April of 2017. And in the old days, you're like, okay, that doesn't work here anymore. Forget about it. Like we got to start all over today. It, it, the, the customer expectations are so high and that a requirement for everybody that ever touches the customer, the uh, SDR to the account executive, to the uh, onboarding specialist, to the uh, customer success person, to the support group, all those people have to access to all those data. In the old days, 2019, that was impossible, right? There was no way to do that. How are you gonna do it? You're gonna give a uh, uh, Salesforce or HubSpot to all of the service folks? No one thought about that. But with the RevOps, of course, we think about that, right? It's critically important that everybody has access to that great data. The most efficient companies measure that data, right? And if you're not measuring data, this is a call to action. Everybody says, all right, I want to do this inbound stuff, right? I'm like, okay, well, you're 16 years in. So there are a few people, like (laughs) 170,000 people ahead of you. But the most important thing, before you ever start anything, is I want to see the ratios. I want to see the numbers because if you don't have the data, right, you, you don't have anything, right? And we tell people all the time, what are your ratios? What is your conversion rate from this to this to this, to this to this? And they're like, I think it's 50%. And I'm like, you and know if- it's 50% or are you just winging it? And of course, they're just winging it and unless they have, right, an infrastructure that's providing them all that data. Now, when they say it's 37.5%, then you're like, all right, do you want to be 39%? And they're like, yes, we do. And like, why? Because it means. 10x profitability you're like okay you need revOps right and then the value proposition from a customer perspective and an efficiency comes together
0: and I think this shows it like we need to move from this superstar type of a culture where all the processes and every and all the consultants are actually um working for that one superstar that is closing the deals or that one superstar that is doing demand Gen right? We need to move to this science culture, right? Where we are having processes, technology, enablement, skills, and the team, and obviously the data on top of that. So having that will, you know, we will move from this type of uh, work to this type of work, right? Like we are getting much more efficient and we are we are doing these things much, much faster. So one thing is the framework, right? So the the guys again from um you, you can check this on the website called the science of there are a lot of these uh frameworks and models shared by the guys from winning by design there are also a lot of books on it but i want to just um focus a little bit on the models that we need to start it even in in, in HopSpot because I want to make this as practical as possible. So at one point we have the the life cycle stages. We all know about all the life cycle stages. I'm super happy that in November, HopSpot decided to give us the opportunity to to edit this life cycle stages because they were were really locked. So this, um, opening this, Gives us the opportunity to really uh, do magic. So this is one of the uh, one of the models that we use, uh, at least in Man Digital. And the other model that we use is uh, this one when it comes to lead statuses, right? Where we are looking at what are those raw leads that we get in? Who are? Uh, what are the leads that are assigned? Who are we working on? Who is qualified? Unqualified? Who is in a pipeline? Why we need also lead statuses? Mainly because Stages all only show us w- w- the current state, but it doesn't show us what we need to do with those leads. And this is this is fundamental to understand because only if we have this, we have the clarity on our data in um, uh, in HubSpot. Before we go, that few words on frameworks, models, winning by design, the imp- importance of it for getting started in RevOps for in HubSpot. Dan, thoughts on frameworks. Okay,
1: so why do you want to understand those conversion ratios for all those three types of leads? If you've ever heard a salesperson say, these leads suck. These leads are horrible, right? And they're SQLs. No, I don't call them. Right, the dirty little secret is forty-six percent of leads created by the marketing department never even followed up on, or followed up on once. Insane, right? But if you say, "All right, right," these leads in this category close at seventy-five uh, percent of the time, so we have to call them multiple times within the first two hours. Then you get a salesperson's attention. Why? Because math is more important than emotion, right? And I love the fact that um, the the science dictates the action as opposed to somebody who is uh, having a bad day, right? I'm not calling my leads because uh, my dog threw up on my carpet, right? And uh, then that's like revenue, walking out your garage. It's horrible. And if you have the the algorithm, the science, the ability to understand, no, these are the actions you take when uh, you see these um, like uh, frameworks. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be more efficient. You're going to have happier employees. You're going to create customer delight. It changes everything. And it changes everything throughout the entire um, framework. Amazing.
0: Yeah, I I want to just show you how we build it. So first thing, obviously, you start with the, the pipelines, right? Like that needs to be freaking clear. And one thing that I see over and over again is this stage entry criteria and stage exit criteria are neglected like we need to know exactly in the framework how people get into your pipeline i just want to for you to understand it as a bird view right like i don't want to take it as a to the microscope then need to understand what type of meetings do i do i make with those leads right like are they discovery meetings are they clarification follow ups delivery meeting kickoff meeting what are these meetings right and then you define very clearly all the leads MQL SQL definition and triggers. These triggers are important for your automation. Then we have very clear lead statuses. The same story. You have a definition and you have a trigger. So simple examples. I don't know, like uh, bottom of the funnel form submission. Yeah, like that was a submission on a particular form these leads are mql and they are assigned we are because they are high intent bottom of the funnel type of um leads right and then what what we do we go into HubSpot and we make sure we uncheck the sync life cycle stages because you want them to be based on these triggers you don't set uh, the lifecycle stages when is a deal created? You don't set a lifecycle stage when a deal is won because we will control it with lists and workflow. This is very very important to have in mind. As soon as we do that, we need to go to understand what is the current process map, right? Like what is the before we even automate and we do all this, we need to understand the 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 current process map of um of the whole um company yeah so take out a, a, a mirror board you go in with the company and you want to understand okay if you are an internal revOps or you have an agency you want to understand how is the flow of data how do you get inbound leads how do you get outbound leads what sequences you are doing this is just an example, right? Like how they are getting into into HubSpot, from which tools, so on and so forth. So that's your first, let's say, uh, stage to do. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we as soon as we have that, you want to to check Lucidchart because the guys from Winning by Design have a lot of uh, these charts already made, so you can use them, and you can check. Okay, so I mapped out my current state but now i want to really understand what is the future state right so first you go in and you want to understand the teams like what are the teams going into your process right like uh who is demand generation is taking care of uh leads mqls the aes are taking care between xql to uh one deals and onboarding teams, so on and so forth, right? As soon as we have that, we want to have a very clear understanding of your processes. All these are in lucid chart and uh, open uh, open source processes by winning by design we We are just modifying them depending on the uh, reality and what we want to 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 put out there. So as soon as we have that, we need to understand the tools. So what are those tools that we are using for the framework and for that particular uh, process. And again, because you have a very clear model, right? You have the bow tie model, you can just layer on top all these things, Yeah, right? You layer on top the teams, you layer on top the processes and the tools that you, are, um, that you are using, right? So at the end of the day, when you look at the bird view, right? Bird view of, your your company and and we imagine a house right the infrastructure the foundation is the revops right the the, the the tool the contractors all of that is is revops above you have company vision values objectives you have your content strategy and then in the middle you have those um you, those go-to-market strategies so that way you really understand where is revops and how how important this is um, in, in, in the whole ecosystem of, of your company's growth.
1: Why is it so, so important to, uh, to
0: detail it to that level that you showed today? Because without that, your data is spread. And when, when, then you don't have visibility. If you don't have visibility, you don't know your current state and you don't know actually uh, how to grow. What strategy should I make to grow? everything at the end of the day goes into visibility, clarity, forecasting for growth, right? Like you need to know it. If you don't know it, then you're like the spaghetti, like these babies all over with the spaghetti sauce.
1: Oh, we need a slide for that. That's awesome. So, so three reasons. Number one, efficiency, which we said multiple times. Number two, for customer delight. Right. Because if uh, your customer doesn't have, if you don't have access to the data, your customer's not going to be happy. And the third is competitive advantage. Guess what? I'm tracking all that data to that level. You're going to try to beat me in the marketplace. If I've got all of the science behind it, you're not going to do it. You can work 10 times harder than me. You can do all of the things that we used to do to be great entrepreneurs. If you don't have your data stack and if you don't have that information that's easy to review and act on, you don't have a competitive advantage. So the RevOps for me has always been, this is the opportunity for you to buy a competitive, to invest in a way in which you can make better, more efficient business decisions to have more client success.
0: Perfect. Now challenge here, what's the alternative to do all this if you don't have HubSpot?
1: The answer (laughs) is if it's not HubSpot, you got pain, right? Significant pain. Right. And there are always alternatives. There's just not good ones, right? The crafted not cobbled approach, right? Which HubSpot has adopted, right? HubSpot UX looks like a video game, right? Uh, You get experts like Romeo to help you get to that level of detail. And then the HubSpot technology will make it easy for you to implement. It's still hard, right? I don't want to tell you that it's like snapping your fingers and boom, you're going to have it in a week and a half. Right. Uh, But you're on your way to a huge competitive advantage. Because if you have the data that Romeo just saw, if you have the understanding of the process and ratios, right, then it's gonna be hard to unseat you as an efficient uh, uh, company that's providing customer delay.
0: Perfect. One thing before you go is so-called the maturity uh, model. We built this maturity model to help you a little bit in and um, guiding you okay what do i need to do step by step to implement because as you can see there are a lot of things there right like there are a lot of small details and our team created this model where we looked at people processes technology advisory enablement the technology like what we need to do to uh to have that so first thing is this idea of crawling so you you have documented all the processes yeah you have every you have all the main uh, use cases done you have the technology the systems are implemented you you made the processes you have the content to to get started to 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 enable uh, your people and uh, the you are aware about what are the processes for each technology then you start to walk Right, like you have that efficiency, and in the end of the day, you 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 reach scalability. Right, so you need to keep in mind that it, it is a, a process, and you you should not um, expect or have this high expectation from yourselves. That hey, I need to implement everything tomorrow. Right, that's great, but let's take it step by step, baby steps life cycle stages lead statuses and have those sales processes initially done and always look if if are you reporting in excel like always ask yourself am i going back to excel or can i report on in in HubSpot? if you have questions just drop us a linkedin message and we will try to give you all the resources to so that you can become this uh, RevOps rockstar because we need more people in the community. Very, very pleased and participating. Thanks so much for inviting me. Romeo, thank you so much for arranging this. Thanks. And again, thanks for uh, waking up in such an early like six or five. Thanks a lot.